This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 82. In today's episode, I want to talk about starting a relationship with God. So many of us have no idea where to begin when it comes to praying, when it comes to even understanding who God is and how to develop a relationship with him. So in this episode, I'm going to give you a very simple practice on how to get started. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Starting a relationship with God can be very intimidating for a lot of people because you know, they don't feel like they're churchy. They don't really have a church home. They don't know where to go. They're really uncomfortable or they just don't know where to begin. So I want to create a very safe place for you to let you know that God loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you. He's created you so that he can have a relationship with you. And so I'm so excited that you are listening to this podcast and that you are even considering having a deeper or starting a relationship with God. So the very first thing that you need to do is really accept him into your heart. And it literally is a a decision where you accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And you say, Lord, please come into my heart. Please lead me. Please guide me. And I want to live my life for you. And it's that simple. And then from that point, I want you to feel comfortable having a conversation with God. That literally is what prayer is, is having a conversation with God. So I, I talk to God, like I talk to you guys, I talk to God and say, you know what, God, I don't know why this is happening, or I don't understand why this is going on. Could you please show me? why I am experiencing this right now. And literally, after I ask him that question, I, I'm quiet. And then I just listen. I listen for his voice, that small, that voice, that peace, that, that word that you may hear that feeling that you may hear. It's something that is developed over time, over the more time you spend with God, the more you know who he is. It's kind of like any relationship in your life. The more you spend with that new guy that you, you know, who's pursuing you, the more you get to know him, right? The more you spend time listening to him, the more you get to know him, the more he reveals of himself. And so God is the same way. He wants to be in relationship with you. There are oftentimes we are afraid or we're apprehensive in having a relationship with God because we think that 
he's very religious in nature. He's not religious. He's, he's not, there's not a doctrine. Like you've got to do this in order for this to happen. God is a God of relationship. And he wants to develop a relationship with you. He is waiting for this time in your life where you are reaching out to him. You are learning about his voice. You are learning who he is and you're listening to what he's saying. And now is the perfect time because now we are forced to be still. We are forced to be in our homes. We're forced to be around the people closest to us, or maybe we're alone during this time of pandemic and sheltering in place. And then so now you are sitting with your thoughts, you are sitting in quietness. And I know for many of you, it's very uncomfortable, because we are overwhelmed by distractions from the radio to CNN on all day long. Like, oh my goodness, when I'm at my parents' house, it's like, oh my goodness, can we turn this off, please? Like, it's just constantly on in the background for background noise, right? We, even our children and our teens, they need background noise because it's so uncomfortable to be in silence. Well, now is the time to be in silence. Now is the time to begin a relationship with God if that is what you desire. And I promise you that it is a beautiful relationship that will change your life. And so I want to encourage you for, especially if you're brand new, if you just accepted Jesus into your heart, if you just made the decision that you want to live your life for God, you want to live your life with God, I want to applaud you. I want to welcome you into the family of faith and just say congratulations on making that decision. And so one of the things that, you know, I want you to know that, you know, when you pray, there's no right way. There's no, everyone thinks, I remember when I first um, started in my journey in knowing God and understanding who he was, I always was very scared to pray because I thought it had to be a certain way and I didn't want it to be wrong, especially when it was around other people. No way, Jose, was I not praying out loud in front of other people because I didn't know what it was supposed to look like or what it was supposed to sound like or if I was doing something wrong. And so I just want to quell that nervousness that it really is a conversation. So when I pray, I may say, God, I just want to thank you for waking me up this morning. I want to thank you for your protection for my family last night. I want to thank you for giving me a job to, to provide for our family. I want to thank you that I was able to get up out of bed and stand up. And, and so it's literally a conversation. And so it doesn't have to be the very traditional, you know, the traditional way that sometimes we think or, you know, that we may see on TV or in movies. Okay. So that's the first thing is when you, now that you've accepted God into your heart, now the relationship begins. And so what happens is when you accept Jesus into your heart, he reconciles you back to him. And so now you are, your life will never be the same. And so he's available to you. He is and will never leave you nor forsake you. And the fact that you've now invited him into your heart, I want you to be prepared to have an encounter with him. And so what does that mean? It could be anything from 
you being still in this time and now the fact that you're being still and you're listening to the voice within, which is your spirit, and you start to hear, you start to hear or feel or have a sense of peace, or you hear that, you know, you, an idea comes to your spirit or a, um, an idea or a, re- a memory or a, a vision or a, a dream that you once had, you once had that may have been lost, it comes up again in your time of quietness, right? This is really God speaking back to you. And so then let's say your this dream that you've always wanted comes back up in your time of stillness or quietness. Then you have somebody call you or FaceTime you out, out of the blue talking, you know, just trying to check up on you and they actually confirm this dream that God brought back to your remembrance. And you're like, Oh oh my gosh, God just told me about this. He told me to write a book. And then she's the person who calls you said, Hey, you know, I was thinking, you know, I think you should be writing a book, right? So now there's, there's confirmation. And so it's a beautiful relationship. It's a beautiful exchange. And so I want you to have an expectation of having an encounter with him be excited about developing this new relationship with him. And so in this process of developing a new relationship with God and really learning about who he is, we, the best way to learn about who God is, is to read his word. And so, you know, there's oftentimes there's resistance in reading God's word, excuse me. And then there's not only resistance, but then you're like, oh, I don't feel like it. Or then you fall asleep. And, you know, this is all part of the of the design of the enemy, right? To steal, kill and destroy your life. And so you've just made a commitment to say, God, I want to live my life for you. And then of course, the enemy's going to want to come steal, kill and destroy and bring every distraction. You fall asleep when you read God's word, then, you know, all of these different things come to try to steal, kill and destroy this new found relationship. So be prepared for that or, you know, just know that that potentially will be coming. Excuse me. So next thing I want to do is to for you guys to really understand how to read God's word. It can be very overwhelming. I know I was overwhelmed because I thought, oh, I have to read five chapters a day in order for God to know that I'm really serious about developing this relationship with him. And that's not true. And so I learned a method from one of my very favorite Bible teachers, Priscilla Shire, and it's called the five P's of Bible study. And so one of it's really a very simple method. And the five P's are this one position yourself to hear from God Two, pour over the passage and paraphrase the major points. Three, pull out the spiritual principles. Four, pose the question and five, plan obedience and pin down a date. Now, let me, sh- it's really When I found this method, it totally changed the way I was not only reading God's word, but understanding God's word. So um, position yourself to hear from God. Number one, pour over the passages and paraphrase the major points. So you want to look for the who, the what, 
the when, the where, and the why in the verse. Then you want to pull out the spiritual principles. What is God teaching? What is he revealing about himself? Then number four, pose the questions formally a personally directed question or form a personally directed question from each of the spiritual principles, plan obedience and pin down a date. God speaks to be obeyed, not just to hear himself talk. Okay. And so um, let me explain how this works. So here, I'm going to give you an example in Isaiah 54 and 5. The sovereign Lord has made me an instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being taught. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears and I have not been rebellious. I have not drawn back. Now, when I was a just starting my relationship with God, I was like, what? I have no idea what he's talking about, <laughs> right? And so one of the beautiful things is that um, there's an amazing Bible app called Holy Bible, right? And it has a ton of different versions that really interpret his word, but it's in different ways that really you can read different different versions of the Bible and certain versions will resonate with you differently. And so I want you to get that download the Bible, the Holy Bible app. And when you start reading, I want you to change the different versions. So you may start out with the new international version, NIV version, and then you may go to the message version, and then you may go to the amplified version, right? But just try some different versions so that you can read them, read them out loud and see kind of what makes sense to you. And so um, in Isaiah 54 and 5, it the first one is position yourself. So you want to find a quiet place to really go through these five P's. So it could be, you know, anywhere in your bedroom, it could be in your living room, wherever it is, but just want to find, you want to position yourself to really be able to read God's word without distraction. Now, number two, you want to pour over and paraphrase the verse. Now, one of the things that you want to do is when you first start, get started, you only want to read like one or two verses. You don't need to go through the whole chapter or 10 verses, literally two, maybe three verses at the most a day right? When you're just getting started, because um, again, it's like if you were to meet somebody on the street and you're like, oh my gosh, I really am excited. And they, you, you hit it off. You guys met in the grocery store and you know, there's definitely some chemistry there. You're not going to marry them next week, right? You're not going to go marry them tomorrow. It takes time, right? To get to know them. And so in that process, it takes time. So I don't want you to read 15 verses or 15 chapters today, just start with two or three verses. So pour and paraphrase over the verse. So verse four, God has given me a tongue that can be used by him to teach others his word so they can be encouraged, right? So that now we're paraphrasing, right? He wakes me up each morning desiring to teach me something new that I can incorporate into my life and teach other people. Verse five, God opens my ear to hear him and he expects me to take what he teaches me and obey what I hear him saying. I want to obey and not be rebellious. Now you're really just paraphrasing 
um, the initial verse. Now, the way to help to really learn to paraphrase is go to the different versions of the Bible, right? So you'll be able to understand in the message in the message version, it will tell you differently what the New King James version may say, right? So you want to read a couple different versions so that you're able to really paraphrase it in a way that makes sense to you. Then you want to pull out the spiritual principles. So verse four, God has given me knowledge to learn the Bible and the gift of teaching to teach the word. He is eager to teach me more and more so that I can teach others, right? Number five is I need to listen and obey what he's telling me and speak accordingly. Okay, so you want to pull out the spiritual principles. Knowledge is a spiritual principle. Teaching is a spiritual principle. Um, uh, so you can teach others, right? Listening is a spiritual principle and obeying. Okay, so and again, there's no right or wrong way. This is just the way what you're interpreting. Okay, so pull out what are the spiritual principles that you read in the passage that you are reading? And then you want to pose a question. So what do I need to do differently in order to hear more deeply and talk to others more effectively? Are there any areas in my life where I've been disobedient or rebellious? Right. So now you're posing a question to yourself. You're making it personal. Then the number four or number five is plan and pin down. Now you want to plan and pin down. So wait on him and listen for his plan for the ministry that he's given me or the calling that he's given me rather than trying to formulate my own plan. Begin this today. So that's the number five, right? Plan obedience and pin down a date. So when you're planning, you're okay, I'm planning to wait on him and I need to listen for his plan for my life that he has given me rather than trying to formulate my own plan. And I will begin this today. And so there are, um, it's really simple. It's something that you can practice with. Even if you know, start with a, with a couple of verses that you already know. It may be Proverbs, Proverbs three, five, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, acknowledge him in all your ways and he will make your paths straight, right? That's a simple, um, scripture that you can start with. It doesn't. And then over time, when you put it your own, that you put, you put your own question, you pose your own questions to yourself. It makes it personal. And now you're starting to position yourself to really hear from God and receive from him by reading his word. And it takes practice. It takes consistency. It takes a desire to learn more. It takes patience and hearing and really just waiting to hear how he responds. And when I started learning how to do this, I'm going to give you a prime example of something when I was very, very new in my relationship with God, I was on my way to the airport. And on my way out of the door, I was literally in the car and something said, get your passport. Why? I don't know. I had my driver's license, but I just went back to get my passport. Now, some people might have ignored that, but I was, again, I, I had started a relationship with God. I was practicing hearing and listening to my 
own spirit, the own voice within. And I was like, okay, I'll go back and get it. Do you know at the airport, they asked me for it. I don't even remember why, because it was over 20 something years ago. But I had I not been obedient to go back home to get the um, I think we were going on a cruise. And initially, we were able to get on the cruise with a um, with a driver's license. But I think they had changed the rules and we needed a passport. And so I had my passport or else I wouldn't have been able to get on the cruise because I listened to what my spirit inner, my inner inside my spirit, that's God's voice on the inside of you. What he said, I was obedient. And then now he, he was already prepared me for what was coming that I had no idea was, was there. So that is a process of developing a relationship with God. You want to start listening to what it is he's saying and be obedient to it. And the more you listen and the more you're obedient, it, the more it confirms that you're hearing God's voice. And so I literally started this practice and now I believe that I do hear from God. I believe that because I've had to practice it and the things that I would hear, he would confirm and I'm like, oh my goodness, thank you God so much. Or he would save me or protect me or prevent something from coming. And it was all because of my discipline and commitment to starting and beginning a relationship with him. So I want to encourage you that that during this process of starting a new relationship with God, don't be afraid. Don't be um, intimidated. God loves you. He created you out of his love. And he is so excited, so excited that you've decided to start a relationship with him. And so I pray that this is an encouragement to you and that this makes you feel a little more comfortable in, in, in praying and spending time with him and reading his word. And so please DM me or email me at hello at mrschristyjones.com. If you have any questions or if you have anything that you, you know, any prayer requests or any experiences or encounters that you've had with God, I would love to hear about them and really just celebrate you becoming into the family of faith. And so if you just said, yes, I want to, God, I want to follow you. And I want you to come into my heart. Please share that with me because I would love to hear that. And so thank you again for joining so much. Love you so much. Thank you for being a part of my tribe. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and, and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye.
The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.